What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone welcome into another episode of kentucky daily a daily podcast covering your university of kentucky wildcats i'm your host sean smith joined by derek terry of the cats paws derek i don't talk to you often do i not much it's been a little bit (laughs) so this is another special episode we have some breaking news well breaking within the last hour uh, news that we've been hinting at for feels like two and a half weeks now, but Jay Lucas is officially joining the Kentucky men's basketball staff, and it is as a special assistant to John Calipari and recruiting coordinator. So it was the job that was posted. I know there was some uh, some stuff that I was hearing that it could have been like a director of basketball operations. I I think Derek, when it come to creating that title, they probably had to maneuver around and look at exactly what they could label him. No question. Uh, I'm reading through the press release, and, um, you know, he's going to be doing a few different things. A recruiting coordinator, that's going to be a good gig for him, helping coordinate with the other coaches and things like that. But a couple of takeaways I had, Sean, a couple of points I wanted to make on Jay Lucas is, one, I didn't realize he was so close with Joel Justice. Joel Justice got a shout-out in his quote on joining the UK. So that was one thing I wanted to make. And two, something I hadn't even thought of, Sean, because we've definitely not discussed this on this podcast or on the phone, the Rick Barnes connection. I'd totally forgotten that he was there for two years. How much, if any, you think think Barnes want to play a role in in kind of talking to Cal for him with how close Cal and Barnes apparently are? Well, that's interesting. I think that that could very well be possible. I mean, we've seen Cal do that for guys like Bruiser Flint in Indiana, and that's a common thing that happens, especially for a former player when you're trying to break into the business and, you know, get a gig like Kentucky. I mean, let's, let's face it. You, you talked about Texas and all those schools the other night. Texas is a good program. Texas mm-hmm. recruits well, but it's not Kentucky. So even though he's Texas, it, it was probably easy for Jay to move to Kentucky. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out, but it seems like that, you know, that's a move he did. Did you see his goodbye message to, uh, to Texas fans on Twitter? He I said – he said, Texas, you will always be home. And he said, I've spent a third of my life at UT and could never completely say goodbye to a place and the people that I love. This is more of a see you later. So think about that one. So this could be a guy that you see. I'm sure you'll see him as a head coach at some point in his career. I mean, guys that come to Kentucky, they're not going to be assistants their entire career. Tony Barbie's going to get a head coaching job again at some point if he wants it. Joel Justice is destined for a head coaching job. Jay Lucas, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's the head coach at Texas 15 years from now, Derek. But uh, very good hire for this Kentucky basketball program. They've replaced – you had huge shoes to fill with Kenny Payne. Why not put four feet in them? Yeah, absolutely. 
like we talked about before, the creativity that was shown by Calipari during this and whoever else it was. I'm not, I mean, maybe it wasn't just Cal, but I'm sure obviously he had to sign off on it. He was the one who got to make the final decision. So a good job there. I mean, I think it's good to get some more young blood in there. Jay is not a crazy amount older than these guys. I mean, granted, almost all UK's players are probably like 19 since they're freshmen. So 14, 15 year difference, but he's a young guy. I mean, he's not going to be totally out of touch with anything that's going on in these kids' lives. I don't know how old Joel is. Joel's probably in his 30s as well, right? I was wanting to, I was wanting sure. to guess 36 maybe, somewhere yeah. through there. The two young guys who can connect uh, on, the rec- on the recruiting trail if, if Jay becomes that. But eventually it sounds like that's the plan is that he'll move, uh, whether it be next year or whenever, he'll move into a full-time role. Yeah. But, you know, some of the, some of the things we're going to point out that he will be doing uh, and this is directly from the UK press release. He'll be tasked with providing strategies to help advance the program while offering additional counsel on all aspects of the program, including recruiting, scouting, player development, and special projects. This is signed by the head coach. It reads like a job <laughs> ad right there. But obviously, with him being the recruiting coordinator, he's going to have to manage the officials, unofficial visits, all things like that. So that'll probably be one of his main priorities. But he'll be doing a lot of coaching things still, even though he won't be um, – you know, labeled as a guy who's one of the official three members of the coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely a big hire for the program. Hopefully we got Joel's age right if he were to listen to this at some point and text us and Look be like, up. you added three or four years. So I said 36. Well, you, I don't no, you, wanna... you, were, uh, you were being generous. He's 38. So okay. So if anything. To go younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, – sorry, Joel, if you listen to this at any point. But uh, – <laughs> It's a it's a big hire for Kentucky basketball. I think it's a really good hire. We've already mentioned the connection, the Damian Collins connection. Uh, Kentucky was ahead of this, Derek. They offered Collins last week, and now Jay's official. You you have to think that Kentucky probably might move to the the front of that recruitment now. So just just looking at this though, the comment or his his comment about winning number nine. I know Kentucky fans are going to love that. Uh, Jay's quote was, my family and I are excited about coming to the University of Kentucky and joining the Big Blue Nation. The opportunity to work under a Hall of Fame head coach and three former head coaches, along with a good friend in Joel Justice, was hard to turn down. When you think of a college basket, when you think of college basketball, you think of Kentucky and its tradition, the fan base and championships. I'm thankful for the opportunity to finally be part of the University of Kentucky basketball <laughs> family. Let's go get number nine. And that finally part, if you're a younger UK fan, you might not know the story behind this, but Jay Lucas was a five-star recruit the same year Patrick Patterson was, and Tubby Smith was all in on bringing him to Lexington, and it almost happened, Derek. And then I think in recent years, like four or five years ago, there was some rumblings too that Jay could possibly be a guy at some point to join the, the staff as a coach, and now it's finally happened, so – it sounds like from that quote that he really strongly considered at some point in the past joining Kentucky. It just never worked out. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Cal's quote, as our fans know, Jay was recruited here as a player and knows a lot about this program. So, honestly, in terms of basketball recruiting, one of the more almost infamous recruitments, just, I mean, every like you are talking about, that was just such a big deal back in the day. And Jay's college career was fine. I mean, he went to Florida, transferred, like, like he said in his – time at Texas I mean he spent a ton of time at Texas so that says something the pool of Kentucky basketball to get a guy 
to leave his full-time role at his alma mater in the state that he grew up in to, to come to not even be an official assistant coach, which again, leads me to think that he's, he's going to be in that full-time role as an assistant before too long. I would think it's just, it just makes, it's the only thing that makes sense if you're asking me, unless he was just dying for this opportunity to be under Cal, which I'm sure was a huge part of it. Like he said, but I think Kentucky's a huge winner in all this to be able to attract a guy like that and use him in a off the court type role. I thought it was a great job. And to me, I mean, I think for a lot of people, and this is nothing against Bruiser Flint because I think he's going to be a good hire as well, but like this is probably the more intriguing off season coaching hire, if you're asking me. Well, I said it last week. It's the icing on the cake with the Bruiser Flint hire. If, if the Bruiser Flint hire, stood alone I don't think it generated a ton of buzz with BBN I really don't think it did I think if anything people were thinking okay this isn't Kenny Payne this is a guy that you know hasn't really recruited at a high level now it sort of smooths all that over and now fans can be like okay this makes sense here we are with staff replacing Kenny and then you bring in this young energetic coach that Derek when he does get to a full assistant role on the staff. This is a guy that's going to be at every grass grassroot league game like EYBL, the gauntlet. He'll be at all those things. And he's a guy, Derek, that when you walk in the gym, everybody knows Jay Lucas, especially the, the relationships that he's built over the years. He's only 31 years old. I mean, this is like we talked about can, uh, UMass staff with Cal in the 90s and how young those guys were. I mean, this is sort of similar here. Like, he's starting out around that same age that, you know, Cal and Bruiser were in their days at UMass. This is a guy that's going to be around college basketball for a long time. Well, think about this. And I'm not saying Jay was directly responsible for all these recruitments because I don't know that. But I'd say he'd certainly played a role. Some of the kids Kentucky lost out on in recent years. One, Mo Bamba was a big one. Went to Texas over at Kentucky and Duke and I think a few other Blue Bloods. And two, Jackson Hayes was a recruitment that was kind of out of nowhere. Like I said, I've not fact-checked that if Jay was a main guy. I don't know. But I just assume in basketball recruiting with how limited the players are, you're probably getting a little bit of everybody involved in that recruiting. But Jackson Hayes from Cincinnati, who ended up being a lottery pick, was not really a big recruit at all at the time. But that was another battle that Texas won over UK. So there have been some battles for Texas. And we talked about that brand. You know, it is a good program. It should be. If you're asking me, it should be a great program. There's nothing at Texas. I mean, you have everything you would need to have a great basketball program at Texas. Great in-state recruiting. The biggest school in the state. The, the biggest brand. They have their own network, for crying out loud. I mean, I don't know how they're not better, but that's that's not the point of this. It's just that he was able to go head-to-head with Shaka Smart and some of those other uh, coaches at Texas and, and beat out blue blood programs for good recruits. And two, Kentucky lost Kenny, and they lost that big man development. From reading this press release and some other things, Jay Lucas has got a ton of credit in the development of Mo Bamba, Jared Allen, and Jackson Hayes. So this is a guy, Derek, that even though he wasn't a big man, he might, like, he might be a guy that can develop some of these guys. Maybe that will be some of his primary focus whenever it comes to to doing things with the staff. I mean, Cal said that last week that they haven't really identified who's going to do what and who's going to do this because Kenny obviously was more than a workout guy, according to Cal, and we know that, but he was also a huge part of those individual workouts and guys coming in the gym and not 
wanting to go in too soon because they knew that they had to work with Kenny. But I think it's huge. You you lost a guy in Kenny that everyone loved. Every player loved him. I think that this is a guy that his age is going to help tremendously because I think players are going to gravitate towards that. He's he's not too old. He's 31, so it's not like he's too far off. He understands some things. He It wasn't too long ago that he was playing. And I just think that you get something – You've got Cal, you got Bruiser, you got these older guys on staff, Derek. It's it's good to mix it up and get some youth on there cause just to have a different approach. Him and Joel being in their, their mid-30s, early 30s, that sort of balances out the staff. That might be another thing I need to add, though. I keep going back to this, why would he leave a full-time job stuff. It's probably worth pointing out that he was like 28 or whatever whenever he became a full-time assistant, which is incredibly young. And even, I mean, in college basketball, that's – very young to be a he might have been the youngest power five assistant at that age I'm thinking he might have been so if he's coming here and this is just a one-year thing or whatever before he's back being full-time I mean he's gonna be 32 or whatnot I don't I don't know when his birthday is but 32 or 33 probably if he becomes full-time on UK staff you stay here three four years you're still potentially a head coach in your 30s which does not happen for everybody Um, some guys wait until their 40s before they get to become a head coach so with his age, yeah. I mean, it's probably not a huge thing that if you want to say he takes a step back or whatever from a full-time role. I, I wanted to make that point because I, I didn't realize he's actually that young. I think he's a little bit older than 31. But Pat, Patrick Patterson Patrick Patterson replied to Kentucky's Instagram post announcing Jay Lucas, <laughs> and he said, took you long enough, but you finally joined the right team. Oh, yeah. That's funny. So, like, that's funny. playing, too, in the league, so I guess I probably should put that together that – uh. Man, that, that's weird to think about. That uh, It's funny the way sports are because Patterson's an old man in his league, and here we are talking about how young Jay Lucas is in life. So it's like sports is the only thing where you're considered ancient at 31 years old or whatever Patterson is on the back end of his career. <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to pay off for Kentucky, and it might pay off sooner rather than later. I think now you, you look at Damian Collins and you look right at that recruitment. And, Eric, if, if this plays out in Kentucky's favor and they get a six-foot-nine forward, you could probably point to this day as being yeah. one of the biggest reasons why. And then, as Corey said a week ago today, there's other names in the 22-23 classes from Texas. I think he mentioned 15 names that are top-tier players in, that cla- in those classes. That'll be something to watch. Uh, we're going to have somebody on that knows more about Jay Lucas and the Texas front and recruiting uh, we're going to have him on tomorrow, Derek, if you want to preview that and tell a little bit about who our guest is tomorrow on uh, Tuesday's episode. Yeah, tentatively, we are planning for uh, Brendan Jenkins, who was a, a recent hire, uh, 24-7 sports, so technically a coworker for me. Uh, he's a national basketball recruiting analyst. He is part of the wave of hires that helped replace Evan Daniels at 24-7. So Brandon is very in tune, though, on the Texas uh, – high school basketball scene and I think he'll have some really good things to say not only about Jay Lucas and Damian Collins but also some of those potential guys in 22 because if you're asking me right now I'll be surprised if they don't end up signing a kid in 22 from the state of Texas yeah yeah for sure especially with that many uh, top talent pieces there in that state that bodes well for Kentucky adding Jay Lucas bodes well for him too Uh, Derek we just wanted to get something out there and just put out a little bit of a quick, immediate reaction within the hour, first two hours of Jay Lucas becoming official. Uh, this is something I guarantee you, you don't get anywhere else. This is two episodes today on Monday that you're getting from Kentucky Daily. 
if you have an hour commute, you've got it covered now. Like we've, we've got you covered. If you missed Jagger Burton's interview Sunday night, go back and listen to those. Uh, we'll be back with more on Tuesday's episode of Kentucky Daily. Thank you all so much for listening. Hey, which glasses look better on me? Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about the purple cat eyes. I think they're fun. What about these tortoiseshell glasses? Or these rimless sunglasses? Oh, what about these clear frames? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep. They also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95.